What's up? What's up? Great day, Anointed Purity family. Welcome to another episode of Anointed Purity Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy. I'm your host, Princess. What's up, guys? What's up? Well, welcome back. Welcome back. And today we have a very inspiring topic, I want to say, to talk about pain. Like we all go through pain. We all go through struggles. We all have difficulties. Life be lifing. It's very hard out here. It's not easy. I I don't think it was designed to be easy. Do you, Princess? Absolutely not. I think um, I think everybody has their own challenge in life that they're meant to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And challenges come. I know it sounds so cliche, but challenges come to make us stronger, tougher more tenacious, um, build our endurance, help us help others. Because a lot of times we don't realize that the challenges we go through are not unique. Like people have gone through them before and people after us will go through them. So if we've already gone through something, then we can help somebody else that's coming behind us get through the same thing. Um, I know one of the challenges I have I had in life was being like a teenage mother and um that really like I was 16 when I got pregnant 17 when I had my daughter and I really had to gather up some strength to become this mom because I was raised by a single father so I really never even had a mother figure to show me what to do what motherhood looks like I only had my dad so I really had to figure this thing out and depend on God to help me raise this little girl and and be the best mom I can be. And of course, I made some mistakes along the way. Nobody's perfect. There's no manual for motherhood. But that trial in my life, it just set the stage for so many other things um, that was to come in my life. And so I'm glad to say that my daughter has, because my dad he was 19. So he was a teenage parent as well. And I'm glad to say that my daughter broke the cycle. Like she's 23 now and she has no children. So she did not become a teenage mom. And so I guess God helped me do something right, you know, (laughs) but it was just, it's just a testament to my strength because what do we know about raising kids when we're kids ourselves, right? We, out here making mistakes, doing what we want to do. And, and there's consequences to that. And mm-hmm. so, but those consequences also can build endurance. And I'm grateful for that, the struggle that I had with my daughter. And I had plenty of support. Her dad's side of the family was very involved um, and very supportive. So it wasn't like I was alone, you know, like he, you know, I didn't have his, her dad's side of the family. But still, it was difficult. And I still managed to go to college. I still managed to graduate college. I, you know, I did not become a further statistic. Yeah, I was a statistic by becoming a teenage mother, but I didn't drop out of high school. You know, I wasn't on welfare long. I was on welfare for a little bit, but I didn't make it a habit, you know, and just get comfortable. That was my strength to keep going. Wow. That's... See, that's a huge testimony, and I think that um, 
you know, like I was saying, like everybody struggles different. That was your struggle. Yeah. And there are a lot of people listening to this. They're like, oh my gosh, she's talking to me. You know, mm-hmm. that was my story and things like that. Um, I think for me, um, one of my biggest struggles was um, just insecurity. I would, I want to say mm-hmm. just feeling like just never believing in myself, never thinking that I'm good enough. I experienced a lot of rejection in school. I was bullied, you know, and um, and that really that really took me some time to overcome. And it, it even uh, bled into my adulthood. I always felt like I had a chip on my shoulder, that someone was against me, somebody was trying to hurt me. Um, and it was mainly girls. Girls were just always mean to me. And just, it was hard to find what one good friend. And till this day, I'm still paranoid around other women, you know, yeah. if I could be frank. Mm-hmm. I don't really trust women in general. I'm always watching my back. And um, and that's a struggle of mine. And I can, I can honestly say I still struggle with it, but it's much better um, yeah. than before. And just everything that I dealt with as a whole just kind of put me in that place. And every day I, I, I pray and I say, God, help me to break this thing. Because, you know, one day when I have my own children, I don't want them to experience or to have that spirit of rejection on them. Where they feel rejected everywhere they go. They feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. I want them to just start a fresh new clean slate you know in life and have their own experiences and their own challenges I don't want them to carry my burden so I'm fighting in every way possible I I go to counseling to talk things through I pray about things consistently because I know it's a work in progress you know yeah yeah, and that's, that's deep, too, because we don't want to pass our traumas down. You know, we have to break those generational curses over our lives, like you said, through prayer, through counseling, because it's so often, I see it so many times, that the, the curses that we have, we pass them down to our children, and they get passed down generation to generation, and then it just never stops. So we have to be very mindful about what what our struggles are, what what pains us what obstacles we have in our lives that we need to overcome before we start having children, right? And even if you've already had them, Mm -hmm. recognizing what struggles you have so that you don't pass it down to your children. That's so important. And um, it just reminds me of the story of Job, right? Job, God put Job through the ringer. Like Job lost it all. He was very wealthy. He lost all his wealth. He lost his children. And then at the end, his wife was like, why don't you just curse God and die? And he refused. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like, no, he, you know, he, he, he was weakened and, you know, he felt like he wanted to give up, but he did not give up through all of that turmoil and atrocities. He still believed in God. And in the end, he survived, you know? So if we just keep in mind that pain comes to make us stronger and trials comes to build our endurance in life, because if you're weak in this world, you're going to get 
swallowed up alive. You're going to be out here on drugs, you know, doing all types of crazy stuff because of, I believe, a weak mind. You have to build your mind through the word of God. That's mm-hmm. our that's our shield. That's our strength. That's where our, our strength comes. You know, the, the Bible says man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. So we have to live by that. Like that is our strength. That is our, our nourishment. And yes. so when we don't, you know, then we succumb to the enemy's challenges. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and also you said something important, like you said, even if the, it, like, it's never too late, you know, right. and for anyone watching and listening, it doesn't matter where you are in life. If you're still mm-hmm. living and breathing, there's, it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to make better choices. It's never too late to give your life to God and do it God's way. Um, and I, I feel like Job is one of those stories that reminds us that it is very much possible to trust God when nothing makes sense. Right. It, it's Ooh. possible to, to lean on him when you are in pain, because I feel like a lot of times when we go through things, we do blame God. And Job's wife said it, curse God exactly. and die. But I think that Job knew, he's like, but this is God Almighty. He, right. would, never, he would never hurt me. Yeah. God would never do anything to harm me, to destroy me. The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. But Jesus said, I came that I may give life and life more. Not just life, but life that is more abundant. Right. So the blessing in Jesus Christ is the abundance. So it's like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what I go through. Why would I sit there and wallow in my in my sorrows and think that God was doing this to me? Right. That he was purposefully hurting me. No, he's he's not. He's growing me. Yeah. He's he's challenging me. Mm-hmm. He, he's making me into what I've been praying. We pray prayers and we don't even know what we pray for. Right. God make me into this. God, I want to do that. And then you don't realize that to do this, to be this and to do that you need to go through this because yep. what you go through prepares you for what's on the other side. Amen. Amen, sis. You preaching today. <laughs> Listen, I, no, I, I, I'm not even trying. I, I just, I feel like it's important to remember that. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, but did you survive? Right? Yeah, you know, you may have gone through this. You may have lost this family member, but did you survive? People think that bad things are happening and I don't, you got to change your perspective on things, right? Bad thing is, is not, I don't, I don't want to call it bad. I want to call it difficult because I feel like bad is, that's it. It it was bad, but Uh it was difficult. Did you survive? Like, like, was it bad when, when Saul chased David for years trying to kill him? Mm, It was difficult. But he survived, right? Um, was it bad when Daniel got thrown in the lion's den? Mm, it was difficult, but he survived, mm. right? Even the three Hebrew boys, difficult in the fire, literally in the fire. Oh but my they goodness. survived. And you will too. You will survive. We're still here. Every day that the Lord gets you up, you are a survivor. 
you have to keep fighting. Pain is going to come. It's never going to stop because of sin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So until Yahweh Shah returns, y'all like my shirt, Yahweh. Oh, I love it. Until Yahweh returns, right? We have to keep surviving. We have to keep living. We have to keep fighting because he doesn't give up on us. So we can't give up on, on ourselves either. That's right. And then I, I also think that um, you always got to keep moving. Never stop moving forward. Right. Um, I used to go through things. I would fall and I would stay right there. Mm -hmm. I, would trip, I would trip and fall and I would stay right there and I would just go in circles with this problem and this issue. There is no resolution. I'm not even thinking about how to resolve it, how to fix it. I'm just in the problem, stuck in the problem. You got to get up and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Never stop moving. Because I realized that that's really the only way that God can help you. Yeah. You getting up and moving forward is you symbolizing like, God, you got me. Yeah. I, I, my legs are broken, but I'm crawling. I'm, I'm, I'm using my hands to keep moving. He's like, wow, God seeing that, that kind of courage, that kind of faith. Uh, he'll fix your legs right there and then. Right? He will bless that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I love serving veterans. They are the most men. They are the most, like, tenacious people I ever met in my life. I've met veterans with half a skull, like, from the military. I've met veterans with no legs, prosthetic legs. I, I mean, it, once I was introduced to this world of like the military, the service members, my whole perspective changed. And I believe that's part of my journey too, because I was like you, like I was salt in situations. I used to be so angry that my mom left and that I didn't have a mother growing up. And I just was like, why me, God? That, that used to be my perspective. But then as I got older and, you know, I had my daughter and then I started working at the VA and seeing these service members, I looked at my situation like a mustard seed. Like <laughs> it was just so small compared to the things that these people endured and, and the struggles and the racism that, I mean, they're fighting for our country and they're being discriminated against, you know, uh, black soldiers over here, white soldiers over here, you know? So I just, it just changed my whole perspective on life. And as you as you grow through life and through life's challenges, your perspective should start to change because you realize that what there's purpose in your pain. There's purpose in pain. And you start to realize what is this situation trying to teach me? Because every time something difficult comes, I'm like, all right, God. What is this? Like, I, I immediately get go into conversation with God. Like, I, I need to see what is it you're doing? What are you, what do you want me to get out of this painful situation? Right. And when we start to think like that, we, we get up faster. We get through it quicker. And I think the last thing I'll say is um, pushback doesn't mean God is not in it. Sometimes the pushback is the challenging part. It's, it's the part where God is like, you have faith. Put mm. you to work. If things don't push back, 
sometimes we don't exercise our faith a lot of times. We we can become lazy Christians. It's very possible yeah. to become lazy in your faith. And you just like, well, everything's handed to me, so I don't have to believe God for anything. No, faith is, it's it's work sometimes, depending on the situation. So like presently, I am dealing with a pushback situation and I will testify really soon because it's not completed. But mm -hmm. as I'm going through this pushback, I have no peace. I'm scared. I'm not sure. I'm asking God to tell me for certain and he doesn't tell me for certain. And he's just like all these years of praying and faithing and trusting, put that to work in this moment and then mm -hmm. watch, watch what I will do. Right. Right. And that's deep. So we want to leave y'all with some encouragement, some inspiration, no matter what painful situation you're going through. God is always in control. Just trust him. Keep believing and never, ever, ever give up. Amen. We love you. Drop. Make sure y'all subscribe. Drop some comments. Let us know what y'all want to want us to talk about. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace and love. Bye.